Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. <laughs> let's uh, let's pray. Lord, we love you this morning. We praise you this morning. We thank you this morning. God, we ask you to forgive us of our sins and our shortcomings. Ask you to have your way in this space. Touch like only you can. Heal like only you can. Set free and deliver like only you can. Oh, Lord, we need a word. I pray that you speak in a powerful way uh, through the man of God that will be giving us our morning inspiration as we continue to go forward and do the work that you've called us to do. And Lord, when it's all said and done, we're always kept for to give your name the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray. Amen, amen, amen. All right, Reverend Johnson, it's uh, all yours, sir. Amen. Good morning once again, family. I'm going to bring to you something that I got from my um, my Bible app. And you get those version verses quite often, but this one kind of stuck with me. And it's coming from the book of Ephesians, verse 1, I mean, chapter 1, verse 7. And it says, he is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. I would like to use for a morning inspiration topic when someone else covers the cost. When someone else covers the cost. I'm flashing back to our anniversary, April and our anniversary in December of 2022. And we went to Charleston, South Carolina. We got to this um, restaurant after a few searches to kind of find to eat. Ladies and gentlemen, you know how it goes. You go, you want to go out to eat. A man doesn't care where he eats just as long as he eats. But we did find a restaurant. And maybe when we were sitting at a table, enjoying each other's company, looking in each other's eyes, smiling like an anniversary couple is supposed to do and having a deep conversation. As we completed our meal, the waiter comes over and tells us that your cost was already covered. Now, we've all been there before. Every now and then, somebody does something special for us. Uh, You're at a restaurant, and someone covers the cost. And have you ever noticed that when that takes place, you kind of look around the room. You want to try to figure out who did this and why did they did it. And and you kind of guess, okay, maybe somebody just ultra generous. When someone is generous like that, you want to know. Well, the same thing needs to be done when it comes to Jesus Christ in our lives, that he covered the cost for us. And because he covered the cost for us, it may take something inside of us to say, I need to find out more and take a deeper dive into knowing who Jesus Christ is and get to know him better. Because somewhere in the midst of our lives, he saw a situation where the cost needed to be covered. And I often feel that we, and even myself, I wrestle with fully understanding why he paid such a price for our lives. It's hard to imagine the suffering and and the struggle that he went through so that we could be redeemed and saved. But it goes deeper than that because this is something that God had put into place. He had already been the architect of it to be able to put his son up as a person to purchase our sins and to forgive us. 
Ephesians 1 and 7 is telling us of the forgiving power of God through his son, Jesus Christ. The cost has been covered for past, present, and even future sins and mistakes. But here's a special note. Just because the cost has been covered does not mean we have the right to abuse the privilege of that gift. Scripture is telling us God has deep, deep pockets. And you want to know why? It's in the text. Not only is God wealthy, he is kind with his riches and is very generous according to the scripture. Aren't you glad that God is not stingy or cheap when it comes to how he offered his son to purchase our freedom? Thank God our father is rich. Well, how is he rich? He is rich in grace. There are times on the journey when we want to do what is right and we seem to fail. Yet because of his extensive wealth, he grants unmerited loving favor, even though we did not deserve it and we did not deserve that mercy. On earth, money can buy just about anything, good or bad, depending on your perspective of money. Years ago, I, I admit I loved wrestling back in the day, and there was this one wrestler called the Million Dollar Man. And his theme song was money, money, money. Everybody has a price. That would indicate that we could be compromised regarding our standards, our morals, or our principles. It just doesn't go to money, but it's a good way to describe that he was saying that hey, everybody has a price. And if the money is right or the situation is right, then I could succumb to something and fall. That's what he is depicting in his song, that everyone has a price at some point. But here's the thing. It is because of those contradictions in life that God saw that we need someone to cover the cost that had a deeper sense of our need and could purchase it when we fail. See, he hears the raw and the real with a scoop of some ugly. All of us have missed the mark. All of us have came up short plenty of times in life. And not only have we come up short in life, we have kept short over and over and over again. And, 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 and even though it gets hard and we try to get it right sometimes, inevitably we fail. This is why I love the power of God's love for us through his son, Jesus Christ. Imagine if you were in the window in heaven with God and Jesus looking down on your life and seeing your past, your present, and your future, and seeing those mistakes, and instead of those things being held against you and, and, and hanging over your head, that he decides to allow you to see the power of his redeeming love. Now, we don't get that glimpse of heaven as we would like to, but the reality is Jesus Christ is, is standing there purchasing our freedom by forgiving us. And, and we don't always get it right. You know we don't get it right. Sometimes we get in our feelings. Sometimes we get in our emotions. And sometimes we just get into our mess. Maybe because we like it. Maybe because it's comfortable. Maybe because it's what we're used to. 
But even with that in mind, there is something far greater at stake when it comes to the love of God for us through his son, Jesus Christ. And, and if you have been noticing what we've been experiencing at Chosen City Church, you are seeing that there is a, a revival upon us. And, and, and this revival is God pouring out his spirit. And he's pouring out his spirit so heavy and so strong and so mighty that, that even in this, with his doing his outpouring, there has to be a self-examination. Yes, God is giving us power to be revived, yet he wants us to understand that we cannot have unchecked sins in our lives. He does not want anything to hinder us from being blessed in the season, and especially in a season when he is moving. There's nothing like the move of God. But we also have to realize that there are some things in our lives that are unchecked and we're not checking it and saying, okay, this is not adding up and I'm coming up short. This is a good time, even in the midst of revival, to do some self-examination, see what is going on, that you can lay down at his feet during this season of Lent because we are praying and fasting for breakthrough. We're praying and fasting for change. We're praying and fasting for the indwelling of his spirit, that he can be there while we draw nigh to him and get close to him. But in the midst of getting close to him during this season, there has to be some identity checking to say, hey, this does not measure. This is not what God wants to see in my life. I think he really wants me to get better and overcome some things. And we all got things to overcome. But I pray that during this season that we are intentionally, intentionally looking to God to change the atmosphere in our lives, change the atmosphere in our home, change the atmosphere in our relationships with our family, our children, our spouse, our loved ones, our friends, even co-workers and employees. God is wanting us to do something great, but we have to. Be open and honest with him about the, the things that are ugly and bad in our lives because he's given us grace and he's already purchased it. We just need to be able to examine ourselves and be real with him and be open with him and say, Lord, here it is. This is my struggle. This is my issue. Aren't you glad that he purchased the way we are exactly the way we are and not hold us hold it against us? I truly believe that God wants to bless us in this mighty season. And like I said, there's something happened, not just at Chosen City Church, but there is something going on in God performing a revival in those that are connecting with him and those that are seeking him are gaining some new strength and new clarity. But I do believe because of all of his love and because of all of his grace and because of how he Purchase this for us. We owe it to him to give him our best right now. Whatever it is that you seek him for, seek it even the more. But don't seek it from a position of motive. Seek it because you want it for your heart. Seek it because you want it to be made right with him. Seek it for your family. Seek it for the things that you're praying for. It may not be you. You could be praying for a loved one or a family member that needs more grace of God and more love of God. Now is not the time 
to look back at our sins with a warning spirit as though we left something behind that you thought was valuable. Yeah, every now and then you could be going along in life just fine, and all of a sudden a trigger happens and, and something gets you to start thinking about something back down memory lane. Well, I need to tell you that that has already been paid for, but because he purchased it, you can't go get a return or a refund for that. That is paid for. There's nothing back there worth having that you left behind. It has no value. He paid for that sin. You do not have the right to go back and get that. It does not serve its purpose. It does not have any value to you. The only thing valuable is you to God. Is You are valuable to Jesus Christ to Jesus Christ. That's why he paid for it. God is saying, I purchased every sin by offering my son, Jesus. My son paid the cost. And when he saw his son pay that cost, he saw his son reach deep into his pockets of love and pull out and pour out enough of himself to pay for something we could not afford to pay for on our own. Let me hit that again. He paid a price for something we could not pay for on our own. And as I said earlier, it could be hard to fathom and understand why would he pay such a price for us? In the mirror, sometimes you may not like what you see. You may not like what you think of yourself. But when God looks at you, he sees everything that he loves through his son, Jesus Christ. His eyes sees the very essence of who we are. He knows why we do what we do. He understands us better than we could ever understand ourselves. But when we're in this life, as I said earlier, we're going to do some things that don't always add up. But the God we serve and the God that knows us loves us so much that he gave it all for us. So no matter where you are in life, think about the goodness of his grace and his mercy and how rich he is. Rich enough to pay a price that we could not afford. You, this is the best way to put it. grants us the ability to repent and ask for forgiveness. Yet, sometimes when we are reflecting over our lives and we look in the mirror, we see all the things that we have struggled with, the pain, the suffering, and the set, and even the sins. And, and, and even though he offers that, we struggle with accepting that forgiveness. And although we don't have the full power to forgive us the way God forgives us, it is in those reflection points of our lives that we see that we have failed and we hold that over our head, not knowing that beyond that, God is so loving to us. He wipes that slate clean. He really does wipe that slate clean so that we get another chance to get it right with him. But sometimes we look in the mirror, we just see things that make us feel like we're unworthy to receive his love, his grace, and his mercy. Yes, it's a revival season. 
But we also need to be able to latch on to him in such a way to say, Lord, I know that I was unclean and you have forgiven me, but we're moving in a better direction with him. So don't look down on yourself and don't look back on past sins and say that I'm not forgiven. God has forgiven yourself. God has forgiven you. You need to take some of that pressure off of you, thinking that you're unworthy, that you can't receive his favor and his mercy. The scripture is telling you that he's given this up to us. He's given it to us because, because he loves us so much. And we got to wrap our heart and our mind around that and accept that we are loved so much by God that he can't contain that love. But he gave it to us through his son, Jesus Christ. Yes, his son paid a price. His son paid everything for us to have his freedom. See, love paid for it. Grace paid for it. Mercy paid for it. His blood paid for it. He paid a dear price. I want you to think about this in the course of the day. How valuable, how valuable you are in the eyesight of God. Have you ever given that the real thought of how much he truly loves us? Have you ever let it enter into your space to say, God, thank you for loving me. Thank you for caring so much about me. In the middle of whatever you're dealing with, in the middle of whatever you're going through, there comes a time when you read his word just as it's saying right here in Ephesians 1, verse 7, that we are loved beyond measure by God, that he would do it all for us. Wrap your head around that. Wrap your heart around that today. When you're doing your prayer and your, and your meditation, understand that you mean something to him, but also realize that the enemy is trying to trick you into believing that you have no value that you're not worthy, or that something you did years ago is keeping you from experiencing the grace and mercy, giving you grace and mercy and pardon our sins. Don't let the enemy trick you today to think that you are not worthy of God's love. And sometimes you got to look at the enemy and say, look, step back, because my Christ and my God did it for me because he loved me, and he did it because he saw that I couldn't do it on my own. And now even in experience, the love, the grace and mercy of God, that's why we assemble together because we have like testimonies. We have like strength. And when someone else is weak, we pray for them to get strong. Even if you're not directly connected to them, we have been given such a gift by the power of the Holy Spirit to start praying for some folks, discerning some things, lifting people up in prayer, worshiping and praising God, giving him the glory, thanking him right here, right now, and say, God, you have been good to me. You have blessed me. You brought me from a mighty long way. You're not holding my sins and transgressions over my head. You're giving me victory. You're giving me the right mind to seek you and to know that you have been good to me, that you never left me. You never forsake me. You keep holding my hand. You keep walking with me. You keep talking with me. You keep showing me 
the way that I need to go. And I can't hold my head down long because I know when I look up to you, I'm going to see everything that you are in my life. And you have been good. You got to remind yourself and be thankful that God has been good. Let you go. Scripture tells us there's nothing that can separate us from the love of God through Christ Jesus. Don't let any enemy, don't let the trick of the devil tell you that something you did in, in your life is going to keep you from the very touch of God. His hand is on us. And during this season of revival, he is strengthening us and equipping us for the journey. He is pouring out himself in his, into us so that we can experience victory every day. We are in a season. We are in a mighty season and a move of God that's going to bring us to a higher height in him. And we'll look back over our life and say, oh God, thank you. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for keeping us. And thank you for paying the price. Thank you for covering the cost. As I close, <clears throat> I just want us to be mindful today to be in a, a spirit of thanksgiving. Be in a spirit of thanking God throughout the day. Think about his goodness. Think about his love. Think about his covering. And while you're thinking about that for yourself, think about some other people. We are a blessed people. We are a loved people. But I often say because we have received this grace and this much mercy, We've got to show people, other people, that they are worthy of that grace, that love, and that mercy. Why? Because he gives it to us, we need to give it to others. And I'm not just talking about in your family. I'm talking all around the world. No one is oblivious to what's going on around in our world, whether it's war, whether it's crimes. I often say we got to pay for pray for those that are dealing with sex trafficking. Be abused, those that are being mental abused, those that are being abused in marriage, those that are having issues with homelessness and hunger. Those are the things that we need to pray for because he paid a price for us, but maybe someone doesn't know about Jesus Christ the way we do. So when we encounter someone, pray for them, but also for those we don't know, we pray for that same reviving spirit that someone will just have a receive a touch from God in their lives or change forevermore. We are his ambassadors. And we have a duty to be on site in our heart and our mind, praying for others. God, we ask you to revive everybody here right now in a mighty way. Pastor Bowers, at this time, we let us prepare to pray and just praying for God's strength for each and every one of us during this day. Amen. Reverend Johnson told us out with an amazing prayer. Come on, family. Let's show some love for Reverend Johnson as he's blessed us and challenged us and reminded us in such an amazing way that our Lord God Almighty has, in fact, uh, paid for it. Thank you, Reverend Johnson. If you can close us out with prayer. Listen, revival is continuing. We're calling it the extension it's going to continue throughout this week and even through Sunday. Can't wait to hear what God is going to say tomorrow. 
and even on uh, tomorrow is Saturday and even on Sunday in worship. Rem Johnson. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. And we glorify your holy and righteous name because you're holy and righteous. Father, we, we are here this morning because we truly want to say thank you for covering the cost and paying a high price that in the power of your grace and mercy, we're able to stand before you, not in perfection, but in the fact that you love us and we owe you a thanks. We owe you a praise. We owe you and honor you a heart and from our spirit been so good to us. Father, you know the things that your people will face today, but when we face them, Lord, we're going to face them knowing that you have our best interest in heart and that you're looking down upon us with favor, unmerited favor, God. Someone needs to know that in spite of what they're dealing with, that your hand is on them, that you can guide them and help them make decisions. And dearly, Father, that they'll make the right choice because you helped them make that choice. God, you will withhold no good thing from us because you didn't withhold it with your son, Jesus Christ, and he gave up his life for us. Help us to be mindful today of the Jesus that died for us. Help us to seek him out today that we understand fully the power of his death, the power of his resurrection, and that we are being and resurrected right now with the anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit, dear Father. Continue to pour out your Spirit upon us. Help us to look to you like never before. Bless this day. Lord, move in a mighty way around the world for everyone that is crying out and need to see you for themselves. It's in the mighty name of our Son, may the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that we pray. Amen. 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 Everyone be blessed today. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.